That's right. We're riding with the King. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Howard Eskin with us. As always, brought to you by Xfinity, the fastest internet in Philadelphia, and the sponsor of our Xfinity X1 Lounge. Howard, how you doing tonight? You know what? If I was any better, it would be illegal. Well, that's pretty good then. I know. Yeah, it's we don't. Just, like, yeah, it's pretty good. You know, that's better than never having a bad day. I like that. It, well, we've upgraded here. When we're watching a football team this good, how are we got to upgrade the feelings? You know, this football team's good. Uh, you know, <laughs> really good. You know, it's just I'm so the the thing about this football team, and that's why I feel so good. If it wasn't the Cowboys, we wouldn't have as much energy. But the Cowboys are so overrated, so that makes you feel good. Um, They'll always find a way to choke, so that makes you feel good. And the Eagles, I think right now, are probably the best team in the NFL. Yeah, they are the most consistent week-to-week good team in the NFL. Howard, they're 12-1 now. 215-592-949. Let's talk about Sunday and kind of big picture. Howard, that game wasn't even a game. That that game was over. Eight minutes into the game, you said, the game's over. The Eagles are going to beat the New York Giants. It wasn't close. I don't care about the garbage time points. Howard, the, at 21 nothing, everyone might as well have went home. That was a rout on Sunday. And Howard, over the last three weeks, th- this offense is putting up ridiculous points now. And they had a little lull there, right, the end of October, early November. But yep. I think they've scored 123 points the last three games. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, the points score, and it was, it was almost too easy. Yeah. Uh, see, here's what the Eagles do to teams. Now, they're not going to do this to every team. But on a game like this, they expose the Giants for being – they're better than last year, but they're still ordinary. Yeah, it's not a good team. Not a no. very good team. So, you, you, they have – and it shows you how much – man, it shows you how much you need the quarterback. Sure. The quarterback is so important. Uh, it's it just – it's unbelievable how important – uh, the quarterback is, and the Eagles. I, I the jump that Jalen Hurts has made. You know, I'll be honest, but I'm not alone. I knew he would improve. I never thought he would improve to this level. I don't think anyone did, Howard. I liked him, and I've liked him from the beginning. But I thought he'd get a lot better this year. But if you had told me, like, if you had said to me through 13 games, they're 12 and one, and he's the favorite for the MVP in the league, I would have said, I don't know about that. I mean, that's a big <laughs> jump. And Howard, some of the passes he was making on Sunday, the touch he throws with, and the accuracy that he now has, it's remarkable. It is some of those, like the pass he made to Devontae in the front corner of the end zone. That actually was incomplete because Devontae didn't get both feet in bounds. That right. was a great throw. He threw one to Quez on the sideline. Perfect. Quest turned around, the ball was in his hands, like right where it needed to be. That was off a blitz, too. Off a blitz. Yeah. It's like, you know, he. we knew he can run. We knew he's athletic. He takes care of the ball. But now he throws with this ridiculous accuracy. I, I don't know how you stop this offense right now. You know, he throws with accuracy, but he's throwing the deep ball. Yeah. What he didn't do well enough last year was throw it on time. Mm-hmm. And now he's throwing it with very good accuracy, too. It's just, you know, it helps that you have a lot of receivers to throw to. And the tight ends that have replaced Dallas Goddard have done a good job, too. Yeah. So he has that safety blanket in the middle of the field as well. So there's really, they're really a good team. They're really a good team. Now, uh, they should beat, I mean, obviously they should beat Chicago. And at one point, I thought that Dallas game is going to be really, really difficult because it's a third straight road Mm -hmm. game. 
But just in and, and the Cowboys game last week, they probably took it for granted. They should not have won the game. Uh, but to play that game that close and have to go 98 yards to win the game. But, well, I'm not so sure. It's still a really tough game because it's a third straight road game. And Dallas is going to have to be desperate. Sure. Because if they lose that game, then I think the division's over. And home field is over. And home field is If the Eagles yeah. win the next two, it's over. Everything's yeah. over with two yep. weeks to go. Yep. So it's just kind of an interesting dynamic with what's going on. 215-592-9494. Well, Howard, it begs the question here. Is How great is this team? I mean, Howard, you've seen a lot of Eagles teams over the years. There's not many, I mean, that have gotten off to this kind of start in a season. Is this team, you said they're really, really good. Are they great? Because I, we're trending towards great, Howard. At 12-1, and one, yeah. they've scored 123 the last four games. They've outscored their opponents. I think, what is it? They have the plus 132 points differential. I mean, this is up there with any Eagles team ever in terms of the first 13 games. We throw around great too often. So what? Uh, so how do they become great? That, they got to win that, it all? It's, it's over time. And it's not even a complete season. Uh, so you, you haven't finished this season. So to call them great, they're playing terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to call them a great team, I just can't do it because greatness comes over time, and it's at least a full season. Do you think now, they don't have to win the Super Bowl? But if they get to the Super Bowl, then you can kind of start putting those labels on there. But right now, and the team to watch out for, Cincinnati is playing really well. It could be the Super Bowl. The Eagles and the Bengals could absolutely be the Super Bowl. I'd like to see the Eagles and the Bengals because those both those fan bases are just out of control. Oh, the Bills, you mean? Oh, the Bills. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Eagles and the Bills. Yeah, Eagles and Bills. So, a Buffalo's fan base is... Be fun. Yeah, uh, it's just... And the Eagles fan base, oh, that'd be, it'd be wild. So, that would be from all dynamics. Former Eagles coach, former Eagles coaches, uh, because... Sure, The defensive McDermott. coordinator, uh, Leslie Frazier, yep. was an Eagles coach, too. So, uh, two really good quarterbacks in Josh Allen, not that... Cincinnati or Kansas City don't have great quarterbacks. All really good quarterbacks. Yeah, but but the fan base thing, the, uh, the that dynamic. But whatever the case may be, I can't, to answer your question, I can't call them great yet. They're a terrific team. But greatness comes over time. 2017-2004, right? Those are the most recent Super Bowl teams that we've had here. And that team wasn't – it was great at the end, but we couldn't have called them great. 17? Yeah, yeah because even though they had a great – record uh and Carson Wentz was really the MVP sure. that year and uh, he was playing like out. it yeah before he got hurt there's so many different dynamics uh that go into it we, we didn't they had a lot of breaks uh that happened well they had a 61 yard field goal they hit they won a game yeah, on a 61 yard right. field goal so which is okay because yeah. that shows that you have a really good field goal kicker I think this team's better than that team just just player for player well, I think there's more talent here well um, on this this roster, wow! That team was very but, that team was deep, right? Because they lost I all think the starters. That was a better team, like this, may have more talent. I, I think group. that's a fair way to put it. Yeah, that team was a better team, the best chemistry because they were just guys that all figured it out. These are young guys trying to fit into the mm-hmm. chemistry, and there's different guys here, and they got to know each other, and they play for each other, and they do all those things. But the chemistry of that team was so amazing. And I'll never forget that. And as a team, 
I think they were a better team, but maybe not with better talent. How about 04? Now that team was 13 and 1, and then T.O. Yeah, gets hurt, and then right, you know, Andy sat everyone the last couple of weeks, and they get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. This is the this could be the best start since then, right? If they win Sunday, they're 13 and 1. It's the best start since 04. That was a pretty good team. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. That was That was the best Donovan ever played. Owens was Donovan's amazing. Still the best quarterback in franchise yeah. history. Well, he yeah, had a he run. He may not be uh in when all said and done, but he is right now. So uh, but that team didn't win it, right? They lost in the Super no. Bowl. And they had some really they had some really good players. Sure. But, uh yeah, it's it's hard to make comparisons because they're different there's different things to go into all those. Uh I, it's hard to explain other than being in a locker room and seeing guys, and I know they have some really, really good guys and great personalities, And but that team was just such a – I mean, they were so tied together. Yeah. Uh, maybe because they played – more years together. Well, and that one was building, did. right? 2001, 02, yeah. 03. That was like the, they finally climbed the mountain and got to the Super yeah. Bowl. This this is out of nowhere. Oh, I was talking about the 217. 2004. I'm trying to think. Who were the wide receivers in 2004? Um, well, T.O. Uh, and he played in the Super Bowl. Right. right. But okay. then, yeah, but, and, and he was probably the best receiver in the whole NFL. Right. And who was, the, who, was the, who was the other wide receiver? Well, Pinkston was still here. Yeah. <laughs> People killed him. He was. He, was he a, wasn't a terrible player. No, he's a third receiver. But um, and then the running back was was that Westbrook? Westbrook yeah. yeah, Westbrook. So yeah, Westbrook led the team in Westbrook carries by a lot. Uh, Dorsey uh, Levins was here behind him. Uh, you Westbrook know. was great, great, great running. Better than sure. Miles Sanders is playing playing great. So the next West- leading receiver after Pinkston was the number two. You had L.J. Smith at tight end, Lewis at tight end, Freddie Mitchell. Greg Lewis. Freddie Mitchell and Greg Lewis were their receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And their offensive line wasn't as good as this offensive line. Well, it's hard to imagine any offensive line is better than this one. Yeah, it's amazing when you think about it. But there's different dynamics to different teams. There's so many different things. Because the scoring was – there was – the way they played the game was different too. Yeah, they they were – they they scored 24 points a game, that team. This this team is at 29. Yeah, the game was different. different. It's yeah. a different sure. NFL. Uh, but I, I have a better thought thinking about it. The 17 team was so knitted, so tight. And I think they were together. deeper. I think about all the injuries they had, and they still keep still oh, kept winning. Five key well, injuries. The, and the quarterback, right? They, they yeah. had Nick Foles as a backup quarterback. That team was ridiculously deep. And we'll yeah. see. We'll see how this one responds when we get to the playoffs. But they're going to be there. 215-592-9494. That is for sure after clinching through the playoff spot. Howard, you know, there's a lot of credit being given out right now. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the favorite to win the MVP. I think he's going to win it, Howard. I think Jalen Hurts is going to win the MVP. Joe Burrow won't get enough votes. But the way they turned it around. He's played great, too. Yeah. And, but he won't get enough votes. He just doesn't get the pub. And, and, the, and they're still not he leading. Didn't improve. Jalen Hurts got the... The the juice of conversation early with his improvement yes. too, and it started Joe from the Burrow beginning. Joe Burrow was already a great. Yeah, well, he went to the Super Bowl last yeah, year, right? And it's hard to lose a Super Bowl and get back. I, I, it rarely Does happens. It, uh, yeah, it rarely happens. Yep. I think Hertz is going to win the MVP, but but how? You know, here's one guy I don't think it's getting enough credit this year because Hertz is getting a lot of credit. 
Nick Sirianni's done an amazing job. Howard, this the here's what impresses me the most about Sirianni. They're focused every week. They haven't had a let. I mean, I know the Washington game was a letdown, but that also they turned the ball over four times. That was a weird game. And turnovers are, are Tur- disaster. But week to week, Howard, they, they don't look like a team that's running away. That they, they come out with a focus, and like you, you were there Sunday, obviously. There was no celebration. There was no reaction to making the playoffs. It's it's almost like they are so focused on the big picture here. He keeps them motivated every week. He's done an amazing job. Yeah, I. Um, yeah, because they understand <clears throat> at this point making the playoffs is such an such a small piece of what their goals were. You know, and really, I and I could see it. It making a play is big deal. You know, I say big. You knew they were going to make the playoffs weeks ago. So making the playoffs, it's a big deal, but it's not a big deal. Because if they just make the playoffs and they don't have at least two home games, what good is it? And now, it, that's why I understand where they're coming from. It's That's not that's not their goal. They're good. Their goal is beyond that. Making the playoffs is just a small part of it. Did anybody think? Three four weeks ago, they weren't going to make the no, playoffs. No, they knew it. But still, there's there's a focus to them that I, I give him credit for. That they they're they're in every they're on the ball for everything. And when they make mistakes, they fix them. How are they? Twelve penalties last week against the Titans. What they have on Sunday two. When they yeah. make mistakes, they fix the mistakes. It it is really it's a remarkable team to watch. I nobody thought they'd be this good. I remember when we when before the season started, you said Howard, you thought they could be favored in their first eight games or so. And we were talking about like how many teams games is this team gonna win? Well, I thought Indianapolis could be one yeah, that they would But wouldn't. nobody thought twelve and one. Nobody yeah. thought this. I think they have been favored every game. Every, right? And I'm interested to they see They won't be favored in Dallas. Are you sure? I think Dallas will be a one to one and a half point favorite. All right, what if Dallas loses to Jacksonville this week? Eagles will be the favorite. Uh, the, yeah, the game. Eagles will be the favorite. They could be favored in every yeah, game this year if, if that happens. Well, who knows if the last game doesn't mean anything? Like, yeah, what difference? Right, the Giants could be favored by a couple points because the Eagles sit yeah. everyone. That's a fair point, but yeah. they could be. And, and you think about Sirianni, Howard. You know what? I, I will check. I'm sorry to interrupt, Joe. Yep. Uh, I will check and see if any team has ever has been favored in. Every game during the season. So I went back and looked at the Eagles' great teams. 17, 04. 02 was a pretty great team. Uh, obviously losing yep. the title game to the Bucks, And 1980, though, none of those teams were favored in every game. Not not one. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, uh, Mark Lawrence, the handicapper that I have one, has he would a know. database that goes back to 80. Okay, that's, so a, long, that's, that's a long sample. Yeah. yeah, that's 40 years. To see if any team, matter of fact, I'll send him a text. I don't know if he can come up with it before the end of the show, uh, if any team has been favored in every game during the season. I ha- if I had to guess one, the, the one I would guess is the 2007 Patriots. That'd be my guess. The undefeated. they were undefeated. But I bet you they weren't favored every game. Maybe early in the season they were an underdog in yeah. one of the first couple weeks. That could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that that I mean that puts into perspective a couple of things. One, the league isn't great right now, right? They get they've played a bunch they've played some teams in the schedule that aren't very good. Yeah. But two Yeah, that that's another factor here. Yeah. Because well, the, the, schedule. the league well and the league is not as strong. The NFC is not as strong as it's been in the past. That doesn't take away from the Eagles, but that's just the reality of the situation. And the division they played this year, the AFC South's pretty bad, right? Jacksonville, yep. you know, the Colts, the the Texans, not a very good division, but if if it's one, maybe that's it. There, I, there cannot be many teams that have been favored in every single nope. game. I mean, it's just 
it is a very rare thing, and they and they've earned that. I mean, they're, they're what nine point favorites this week against the Bears? Yeah, nine, nine and a half. It should be ten, it should be double digits. They, they should. It won't this. be double digits because it's on the road. And here's what you have to factor in: Bears had a bye week yeah, last week, but they stink. Yeah, right. You know what? And I think they stink too. And I don't know exactly how they're going to play against Fields, but the one thing that I'm told is. He runs a lot, so you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many times. I mean, teams, a guy like that, you use, you use or you don't use a spy. But that takes, if they do, that takes coverage away. Sure. And they he throws, from uh, uh, what I've been told, is a great deep ball. He, um, he didn't just run, Howard. He runs for long touchdowns. He's had three or four 50-yard touchdown runs this year. Like, he will take off and he's gone. That's out of control. Yeah, it is. Uh, but you've got to be careful because he can throw deep. I don't think he's a good enough quarterback yet. But if he can throw deep, you've got to be careful that you don't start cheating and coming up on him if you think he's going to run. And you got to take care yeah. of business in the secondary. Yeah, they can make. I mean, I'm sure they'll make some plays with his feet. But you would think the Eagles' offense, Howard, the way it's moving right now, they're going to put up a ton of points. Well, you just got to get up on teams, yeah. and then you force them to do things they don't want to do. Uh, so. Well, and with this defense right now, and Howard, I know we uh, we've had our talks about Jonathan Gannon and and the uh, the way people think about Jonathan Gannon. People are idiots who criticized him, and that includes the people on the air. <laughs> Who, who criticizes? If you him. look at the rankings of this defense right now, it is almost one across the board. It, it's it, it is amazing how many categories they lead the NFL in right now on the defensive side of the football. Like I, the Niners' defense is great, the Eagles are right there with them as the best defense in the, in the NFL right now. That that's what's making this amazing. Because all right, they we know they can score. We know the offense is really good. This defense, man, Howard, they lead the NFL in takeaways and sacks. Who does that? A great defense. Yeah, it's they're it one really in sacks, is. one in takeaways, one in interceptions, first in yards per play, first in yards per pass attempt, first in passing yards allowed per game, first in opponent passer rating. One and, uh, everything. And message to Seth Joyner. And they don't have to blitz to do it. Boy. Why, why would you blitz if you're one in everything? I know. It's Seth. It says I can't wait. To... <laughs> Actually, we have a client luncheon this Thursday. Oh, you're gonna ask them should they blitz? And Seth Seth and I usually go at it. Yeah. I'm going to say, you still want to blitz all the time? You still want to just... Is he ready to give Gannon credit? He's got to be. That's a good question. It's, I mean, it's time. It's, it's time. Yeah. Hey, Seth, you ready to give it up? You know, you know, it's just it's surrender. Surrender. <laughs> Will you? Surrender. Give it up for Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. Um, Howard, the other thing that takeaway from Sunday, and, and you, I know you had him last night, I, the Brandon Graham show. Yep. How about this comeback season for Brandon Graham? He could set his career high in sacks. He's probably going to. Off an Achilles injury at 34 years old. I know. He worked hard in the offseason. Did. He stayed here most of the offseason and, and rehab really, really hard. Uh, it's pretty, I mean, he's done, he's really done an amazing job. Uh, and it's just, but he has, he has so much fun doing it. And I think that helps in in what he does. He has, it's not a job. When, you know, and you can't get away from it. And players know with the money that's out there. Well, it's a business. It is, but it's a game. Yeah, and you gotta have fun. And I don't care if you don't, uh, you don't get enough carries, you don't get enough catches. Uh, you know, what about the guys on the offensive or defensive line? Defensive line, there's numbers there to 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 quantify what you've done. Mm-hmm. 
The offensive line, there's no numbers there. The numbers that people see. The coaches know whether you've done a good sure. job in, in protection of your quarterback. And lack of sacks is a good... But that doesn't pinpoint how good Jason Kelsey is. It doesn't pinpoint how good Lane Johnson is. It doesn't pinpoint how good Mylata has been in most games. Now, he hasn't had good games every game. But he's still a very young player. Sure. Uh, you never played football. It's amazing. You never played football before he came here. Uh, so it, it's just, and it actually, and Jeff Stoutland gets a lot of credit, but Jeff Stoutland should get a ton of credit. He was all over his ass to get better and push and push. Well, he made him out of nothing, basically, yeah, right? Just, exactly a, right? just a big athlete, and they made yep. him into one of the better left tackles in the NFL. It's. It's remarkable, Howard, to watch how this thing is playing out. And, and the fact that this team is probably going to go to Dallas on Christmas Eve, 13-1, and one, with a chance to clinch everything with two games to go. Man. I mean, I mean where I'm at the point now, Howard, where I'm going to be v- shocked if they're not in the Super Bowl. Like, this is teams going to the Super Bowl. I would be surprised because it's so hard to get there. Things yeah. happen in games. But it's set up for them. Yeah, clearly. If they have the they get the bye and then they get the home field and you know, they do all those things. They might they might get a chance to play Brock Purdy for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Five years ago it was Case Keenan. That would shock me. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if the Niners are here. They they got a great defense. Great defense. And they're probably going to play the Giants or the Commanders Brock, in the first round. Brock, they, Brock Purdy. Brock, what do you F- mean the Giants? The Giants will be history. Well, the Commanders then. I mean, they're going to play a, a, a you know a team that could slap away in the first round. So that would be them rather than Dallas? In the in the championship game, yeah. Oh, in the championship game. Because they would play Dallas before that. Right. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to win the division. Yeah. I mean, look, five years ago, Howard, the Eagles had, got to play Case Keenum to get to a Super Bowl. This time it could be Brock Purdy. It's like it's like five years later. It's it's happening all over again with a backup quarterback. You know, a guy we don't know much about, as the guy, as the team in the way. It's all set up. Yeah, it really is. Un- it really is kind of unbelievable. They are set up for a chance to get to his Super Bowl. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's how you hop in. We'll come back. I got a hypothetical for Howard. Here. Oh, I love hypotheticals. Hypotheticals, and then we got to talk some Sixers before their game tonight against the Sacramento Kings. Sixers still playing? Yeah, they are. Oh, uh, okay. They have a, a player in uh, Joel Embiid who's you know t- very don't talk- don't don't even say very anything. talkative in interviews. Uh, oh yeah, yeah we got to get to that. An idiot. Well, he's had, he is coming off a big game on Sunday. He's played really well Sunday. So what? 215-592-9494. It's how you hop in. Sports Radio 94 at WIP. Football season's underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up promo code... Jillio Fandles, all your favorite bets, money line, point spreads, player props, all in an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. I love the Fandle app. Fandle Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. Sign up today. Promo code Jillio for your no sweat first bet. That's promo code G I G L I O. Make every moment more this season with Fandle, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. We're running with the King. Howard Eskin is always brought to you by Xfinity, the fastest internet in Philadelphia, and the sponsor of our Xfinity X1 Lounge. As we talk about a 12-1 and Eagles, and we'll get to the Sixers in a few minutes. They have a game tonight against the Kings. We'll do a trust the pregame. But, Howard, I have a hypothetical for you. Uh, hypothetical. So I... I can't tell you how much I love hypothetical well, questions. Well, because I, I just, I'm always curious. Can I give you a hypothetical answer? Well, yeah, that, that's the point. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. So I didn't, I found out something over the weekend I didn't know. 
Oh, no. So we know, Howard, in the NFL that you can't uh, give a new contract to a young player until they've played three seasons, right? That's why Jalen Hurts, right, is not eligible yet. But we know when the season ends, Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, they all could get new contracts before next season, right? But I didn't know, and Mike Florio pointed this out over the weekend, that this season ends after Week 18. So technically, the Bengals, the Eagles, the Chargers, they could give their con- their quarterbacks contracts before the playoffs start. You don't have to wait until the offseason. As soon as the regular season ends, after the third year of your, of your career, you can get a new deal. Would you give Jalen Hurts a contract before the playoffs? Absolutely, positively not. Why? Because I don't want any distractions. He's going to get a contract anyway. I'm sure. Okay, so uh, what do you? Well, have I'm to... just saying the price uh, only st- the price only goes up if he wins the Super no, Bowl. No, oh, the sure price it does. Is already, uh, the price is the quarterback price. He's going to get forty-five to fifty million a year. If he wins the Super Bowl, he names his price. No, he doesn't, mm-hmm. because it's only what the other. You're not going to get more than anybody else. Yeah, they're all going to get a lot of money. Uh, okay, so you're not going to get more than uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, who's making fifty. Fifty. That's the and bar. then the other guys are making about forty-five. Right. You're not going to get more. It's it just. You're somewhere in that range, and that's it. I, I don't need distractions, and the Eagles have to figure out how to do it to leave themselves, and I don't know if you can do signing bonuses to make the contract. Not, there's too much work that goes into it, and you don't need, even if the Eagles have a buy and you have two weeks to do it, you're not going to rush that. You can jump the market, though. Like, remember last time? because He's it was, not going anywhere. No, but wait. Last time it was Goff, Wentz, and Dak, right? That was that group? And the Eagles went first. They wanted to pay Wentz before the so because then the next one's a little bit higher. Yeah, but so the, it's going to be Burrow, Herbert, Tua if they want to pay him, and so Hurts. What? Well, you go first, you get the best deal. Uh, so what? You know, they know what the numbers are. They know what the salary cap. But they first, pretty much knows what the salary cap's going to yeah. be. They already know. Okay, I don't think anybody's going over fifty million. I so agree you can't with that. Go over fifty. I agree. With that. All right, and I don't think he's going to get under forty-five million. At that, it's it's just nonsense. Just a hypothetical. It's like Trey Turner getting three hundred million and didn't take where he'd have to pay higher taxes in California. What's the difference? You can't spend his next five lifetimes. He couldn't spend that money. Totally. Grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren couldn't spend. What's the difference? If you get a five-year contract at two hundred and fifty million dollars, what's the difference? Well, I'm not saying for the player at the Eagles' perspective. Would you pay him early? No. Absolutely. I don't want any distractions. I don't want any conversation about the contract. I tend to agree with you. And he's not going to talk about the yeah. contract because he won't answer the questions. Although, the, So do you want people at, hey, what about your contract going to the playoffs? I mean, you, is there put more pressure? You don't need any of that. I agree. But I, I didn't even realize they could do this. I assumed it was when the offseason began. It's interesting that you can, you can re-sign a player as soon as the regular and season guess ends. guess what? If a guy doesn't make the playoffs and you start – deciding on, let's say Miami doesn't make the playoffs. Which they might not. They okay. could fall out. Right. They're starting to, you know, trying to... So Tua would water be... Water seeks its level and so may the Miami Dodgers. Well, they're seven and a half point underdogs in Buffalo this week. Right. Okay. So, and I don't think they're going to win that game. So with that being the case, do you go crazy with with paying Tua if he doesn't make the playoffs? No, you wait. You wait. And I, hey, listen, hey, you didn't make the playoffs. Want to go somewhere else? We'll get somebody else. Well, and they, and with him because he was a first round pick, they have an extra year left on his deal, so they yeah. they could just wait it out. Yeah, and Jalen Hurts has an extra. No, he's a second round. So pick. so he, no, he does. He has next year, 
But those other guys have the extra year. They have five years. So he still has. He's still under contract for next year. For next year. What do you worry? What the hell? Well, are you but but about? you're not going to play next year, and then he's a free agent. He's no, going to get a deal. Get it done. Before... I'm just asking a hypothetical. I know. They I could just... give him a contract the day the season ends. Stop. Stop. All done. Stop. Hey, listen. He's already got. He's already got the ice on the watch. He's got the ice around the neck. He's got. You know. He's. The only thing he doesn't have ice on is his, is his car. So when I talk about ice, it, it's the diamonds and all that other nonsense. Well, I have a plenty of ice after hey, the listen, contract. I have watches with diamonds on it too, but it, it doesn't. He has more. It's, it's it's ridiculous, but it doesn't matter. He's already got that money. He doesn't have to worry about it. He's already got that money. Um, he does, and he'll have plenty more of it. And, yeah. and it's going to come this offseason. I just find it interesting. You could do it as soon as season ends. I wonder if any of these teams would do that. Because you, you, there is something to be in first. You get the best deal because then that's a little bit more. Maybe and maybe not. Well, they know what the numbers are going to be. Yeah, but the Eagles did jump the market on Wentz, right? Uh, okay. They were first on uh, Wentz. Look, look what Arizona did. They are stuck. Look what Denver did. They are stuck. Yeah, well, and they're not going to be stuck with with Hurts because he's younger and better. Yeah, he is better. Uh, Russell Wilson was done. And I knew that before all that nonsense of those nitwits here that wanted to trade for Russell Wilson. He was the official pick of WIP. What a joke. <laughs> it shows you how little some people know about football. It's bad. I mean, it's yeah, bad. That, it that guy stinks and that team is stinks. All right, 215-592-9494. <laughs> um, all right, before we get to the Sixers stuff, Howard, I, I, I do want to ask you, have you rethought your um, your perspective on the Niners and the Cowboys? Because I said it, it's set up. Can maybe Purdy could play more than we thought? It's two games in a row. Yeah, I just uh, he's played a bad Tampa team. Let's be honest. But the defense isn't terrible. Uh, no, it's well when you get down. What are you going to do? I know, okay. but he's played better than I thought he had. No, I, or I would. I, I would agree with that. And what was the game before that he, he won? It was Miami. And Miami's starting to fall apart too. Now he has. Now he plays Seattle on a short week Thursday in Seattle. I like to see what the field position was. Where his his average uh, starts. Yeah, how far did he have to go? Yeah, right. And then they were up so much, he didn't basically throw yeah, in the second right. half. And so, um, yeah, I'm I'm not worried about San Francisco. You worried about Dallas? I, I worry about San Francisco more than Dallas, but I don't worry about uh, San Francisco as much. Their defense kind of shakes you up a little bit, but uh, Dallas, why would you worry about Dallas? I'm not worried. Dak Prescott, we talked about it last week. Another interception on Sunday. Almost threw two. Wait a minute. I did think he did throw two. Well, they almost threw three because he threw one yeah. right at someone's hands and, and they just couldn't he, grab it. it. I'm telling you, they know how to play him. They don't blitz him. Seth, by the way, don't want to blitz Dak Prescott. <laughs> so Seth, I always have to refer to Seth because he's the blitz happy. Uh, he's like, it's like a drug with him. Uh, so you don't have to blitz. You want to put more guys in coverage. You don't have to spy him. You put more guys in coverage, and he always throws in the coverage. I'm telling you, even though that's going to be a really tough game for the Eagles, there's no way that he doesn't throw at least one interception in the Eagles. Well, how about this? You'll like this stat, Howard. Interception percentage, right? The percentage of passes you throw that are intercepted. The best interception percentage in the NFL is Jalen Hurts, 0.8%. You go to the other side, right? The bottom, the worst. Interception percentage, the worst so far in the NFL this year. Here's the bottom of the list. So Hertz is the best. The bottom of the list, Justin Fields is the worst. 4% yeah. intercepted. Okay. You know who's second worst? Dak. Dak. 
I'm telling you, he's a turnover machine. You Cowboy fans are the biggest losers I have ever seen <laughs> to hang on. Oh, Dak Prescott. You know, screw Dak Prescott. He is so overrated. Just like the Cowboys, you cockroaches that crawl out of the woodwork and think because ESPN with their stupidity and their analytics idiots. It's insane uh, that they're still number one in the football power index. Insane. It, they almost lost at home to the Texans. It's just, it's, it's disgraceful. And Dak Prescott, if you had, okay, you had to take quarterbacks. You had your choice of any quarterbacks that you would take. Where would Dak Prescott fall? All right, um, let, let's go to the guys that obviously are and at they, the top. They don't have to be one through, but just the guys yeah, ahead. Let, of let's just go to obviously the top. Patrick Mahomes. Correct. Joe Burrow. Correct. Josh Allen. Correct. Jalen Hurts. Correct. Justin Herbert. Correct. Um, let's keep going. Uh, I would take. It does get a little tricky after this. I don't think there's there's a. I think we've reached the end of the the the, the great right. The best, the really really good, the great. Okay. Okay. So after that, here's here's who's kind of in the mix. I think in the next step, would you still take Rogers? I still yes. would. Okay. Yep. Who do you like better, Cousins or Dak? They're kind of even. They're kind of even. Yeah. Cousins doesn't throw as many interceptions. Um, Their defense is what's killing them. Yes, yeah. uh, it is killing them this year. Who do you like better, Lamar or Dak? I would take Dak. Okay, I'm I not think a that's Lamar fan. yeah. Lamar. Okay, so two, four, six quarterbacks ahead of Dak, without question. That's without and question. It's not even. It's not even close. It's not even close. I know There's two has pl- two has played there. well this year, but I don't like two that much. I'm not, I'm not sold yet. Would you take Purdy ahead of Dak? No, <laughs> that's insulting. That is insulting. Say. Yeah, but they're idiots anyway. Uh, they are. Trevor Lawrence or Dak? You know what? He's turned a corner, Lawrence. That's kind of interesting. He's played best. I would actually, I would take Trevor Lawrence. Okay. I would take Trevor Lawrence. That's a good call right there. I think that then Dak is in the next stage. Yeah. Or the next group. The yeah. seven so through I 12. Two, four, six, I would take seven, seven ahead of Dak. Yeah. Seven ahead of Dak. You stop with all this Dak Prescott love <laughs> and this Cowboy love. It's just, it's so absolutely ridiculous. Uh, that, you know, the Cowboys fans are bad enough because they're just absolute dopes and idiots, and they are cockroaches coming out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah, Dallas, oh, Dallas this. Dallas my rear end. Uh, so, but Dak Prescott's so overrated. He it, he throws interceptions. He's going to end their season on interception. I mean, they have a good defense. They have a really good pass rush. They have yep. some weapons. He's going to throw a pick. Maybe here. Their, their yep. season's going to end on a Dak interception. Chuck is in Washington Township. Hey, Chuck. Hey, it's Chuck from Washington Township. What's up, Chuck? Is this Chuck from Question Washington Township? Eagles, okay. <laughs> yeah, Washington Township, South Jersey. Awesome, uh, Chuck. South, oh, it's in South Jersey. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Chuck, yeah, what's up it. today? What, what are you thinking? Guys, uh, it's just so frustrating. How are you so right about the Cowboy fans? They are really nuts. They're out of their minds. They're losers and, and dopes ESPN, and morons. Somebody has to be buying ESPN from Dallas because there's no way they should be ranked number one ahead of the Eagles. No way. Yeah, but it, it's irrelevant. It's just a bunch of idiots putting this stuff yes. together, trying to get Philadelphia fan base crazy. Well, it's, and it's Howard's favorite thing. It's the analytics that say the Cowboys yeah, are analytics. one. I mean, analytics is... uh, take those analytics and you know what you can do with them. I'm just so tired of that. When you when you hear the people that are uh, Eagles fans and are so worried and scared about uh, the Cowboys, I said, you know, 
take the Howard Eskin philosophy. If you're scared, get a dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's exactly Nothing right. scares me in the NFC, Chuck. I mean, I think the Niners' defense would be a, a tough challenge, but the Eagles would get to face Brock, Brock Purdy on the other side. And nothing scares me in the NFC. This team's going to the Super Bowl. This is, this, this is Super Bowl team. That Washington game was a fluke. We all know it. Yeah. I mean, if, if they didn't yeah, turn the ball over four times, games, yeah. they win that game too. Is Goddard going to be back this week, you know? What do you think, here's, Howard? Here's what Appreciate I think. Appreciate it, Chuck. Here's what I think is going to happen with Goddard. <clears throat> He's physically ready, mm-hmm. but it is the Bears. And do you really need – to have him back, you I think he's going to miss this game, okay. even though he's eligible to come back, and he's going to play. They're getting him ready for Dallas. That's and fine. A stretch run, and I, I, that's not a problem right now. Uh, and you know, and Goddard's a team guy; he'll understand it. Although you want to come back, and he's he's physically he looks fine. I'm mm-hmm. sure he feels fine, uh, but I don't think he's coming back uh, this week. That's, that's fine. just my guess based on. If it was a good team and you really needed him, they're not a good team and you can't take him for granted, but I don't think he's coming back. They, you know, I know the punter, people think it's insignificant. I think he's out until at least, well, four, he hasn't been placed on the IR yet, but I'm, I'm sure he will be. So what is it, an ankle or a foot, Sippus? It's an ankle, and it may be a high ankle. It's He, he, he was even, limping. He, he I, couldn't even stand in yeah, the locker room, I was told. Oh, wow. Uh, so I didn't see him, but I was told he couldn't even stand. So it's really a serious, really, he's out probably at least the rest of the regular season. And you just hope you get him back, and it'll make Merrill Reese happy, but Britton Covey will probably be the holder. <laughs> Mr. Do-it-all, Britton Covey. I know, and he was a backup holder. I asked him after the game, I said, were you a holder in college? I was, I was the backup holder in, Man, in college. Man, you never know when they're going to need you. I know, I know. It's just, And he did a good job. Yeah. And if you know you got to make the kicker happy, and I'm sure they're going to work a lot this week because uh, the new punter doesn't know. It probably hasn't because remember, Britton Covey has worked sure as the because they work on those things as a contingency. Well, I heard Sirianni say it on Sunday. Cause someone asked him like, you know, we're scrambling, and he's like, no, we're not scrambling. We we practice this stuff. Yeah, we're right. ready. Yeah, they're yeah. they're ready for back. They're ready for backup snapper. Yeah. You know, this the 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 punt and field goal snapper. Their backup ready hold in the backup holder, so he's worked with them all year. So I don't think the new punter will do it. So Britton Covey will probably do that. But Sippus has done a nice job. He's just he, there's not many returns. Uh, you know they've straightened that out now. Uh, they just punt and have better coverage. So you're going to miss him. It's kind of too bad, and they'll miss uh, Blankenship. Uh, but it doesn't sound like it's that doesn't bad. seem as it seemed bad on maybe the field. Maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, maybe a couple. They're of weeks. thin at safety until they get Chauncey Gardner Johnson. And back. I don't think he's coming back until the playoffs. That's a serious. Mm. Uh, Jordan Poyer, and that's the name that I referenced. Who played with from the, the Eagles, bi- from the Bills? Yeah, yeah. But he played with the Eagles one time. But I don't think he had he had the kidney laceration. And you don't know how serious it is. The problem is you don't want the guy. To suffer another injury and bleed to death. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, yeah, there was some serious that's, stuff here. It's serious stuff. So I think he's going to be out until, just for safety reasons, based on the severity of that type of injury. I think he'll be out until because they really, you'd like to have him, but 
you got to get them ready for the playoffs. That's yeah. when it really counts. So. I mean, Howard, as long as they don't fall on their face the next four weeks, they're going to be the one seed. Yeah. This is almost wrapped up. Just just get you know get through so. this thing yep. and get to the playoffs. All right, let's talk about the Sixers here. Trust the pregame delivered to you by PGW. PGW delivering safe, reliable energy to Philadelphia for more than 100 years. PGW energy for all of us. Visit pgworks.com for details. Howard, get excited tonight. The Kings and the Sixers. At the Wells Fargo Center, Sixers currently about a four and a half point favorite, two twenty nine and a half in the total. The Kings aren't terrible anymore, Howard. They've actually no. played. I think they're they might be number one in the NBA against the spread. Do you know the Sixers are only a four and a half point favorite mm-hmm. at home? Yeah, I mean the Kings are fourteen and eleven. The Kings have a better record than the Sixers. Sixers are fourteen and twelve right now. Your guy Embiid's coming off a monster game though. Uh, Gigantic yeah, game. Yeah, it's the just, Hornets. Yeah. Against the Hornets, I, you know those numbers. You know it's all fluff. I, I, I score fifty three. That's great. He shot it well, and that's great. And he's a very talented player. But, hey, hey, Joel, let's, let's start doing it against really good teams, uh, and then when the playoffs come, I said this the other day, and I'll say it again: Sixers have a better chance of losing in the first round in the playoffs than winning a championship. And anybody that disputes that is an idiot. All right. I don't know that they'll lose in the first round, but they have a better chance of losing in the first round because this team is not a not N O T. You can capitalize all three of those letters. That's a three three letter word. Not winning a championship with this team. Well, right now they're fifth in the Eastern Conference, and they'd probably lose to any of the four the top four teams if, if they went up against them. And Boston, yeah. Milwaukee, a different league than the Sixers. Yeah, it's just it's not even it's not even an argument. I mean, it's just, it's not even an argument. They don't have a leader. Uh, Joel Embiid, as talented as he is, is not, I don't think he's a winner. Because well, I think he's, he's also heard your calls about trading him. He, he spoke to <laughs> Yahoo Sports and say, said, the fans want to trade me. Well, the, uh, the fans, after I brought it up, may absolutely. I th- I, I, what, I, what, I, what I saw is he listens to the Howard Eskett show on Saturdays. Okay. That, or, sure. maybe the, or, or maybe this, you, right? Yeah. Six, to, six to seven. I, mean, I would think he's a little busy right now. Maybe he's got his headphones in listening to us. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. It could be. But the reality is, if you're not going to win a championship with this team, why you just, you got to know when to hold him and know when to fold him. Yeah, will Daryl Morey know that? Before it's too late. My guess is he won't. No, because he's locked into his $12 million a year. And then the other thing is, you got to know when to hold him. In, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over? And expecting, and well, well, that's the Sixers to, knocked out in the second round every year. We've been doing this for I'm years now. I'm telling you, it's just, it's unbelievable. So, I would trade him. Because you're not going to win with him. Okay, he scores all those points. Maybe you get some value for him now. And he doesn't have many years left physically. When you when you really break it down, uh, it, you know he always gets hurt. And when is it going to be longer term injuries? I, I just you, you got to move on. Uh, you, I'm just so disappointed that Daryl Morey was so clueless that he just had suffer, such a love affair with James Harden that he didn't get Halliburton and healed instead of. James Harden. Well, they're playing the team tonight that Halliburton obviously was with last year, right? Yeah, right, but he's, he's with the Pacers. The Pacers now. But he came from this team. Yeah, and uh, they would have made the trade. You would have given up less. It, it's just it's such a bad decision, and Daryl Morey's done nothing in his career to uh, give him all those stars uh, around him. Stars meaning the props, giving him props. 
But yeah, I would trade Embiid. But here, here's the problem with that. Embiid shouldn't even bring this stuff up. Just play the game. That's what frustrates me. Just Fan- play the game. If you're a star player, fans are going to talk about you all the time, right? That's yes. the way this works. And if yes. you don't win, people are going to talk about the alternative. That's the way this works. The fact that he's bringing this up, and Jake Fisher, if Yahoo Sports interviewed you, that's what we're referencing, and, and Embiid mentioned that fans want him traded. First of all, I don't think that's the majority. I don't no. think the majority of fans nope. want that. Now, there might be some that are actually thinking that along that lines now, but what is he talking about? I know. And that's, you don't even pay attention to that. Just that's, go out and that's play. You're playing attention because he he is the biggest woe is me. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm doing I'm great things and I'm doing my best. And what did he say? He was close to perfect? Yeah, the question was, was about it. You know, the team where they need to be, he said, we're chasing, we need to be perfect. And then he said, I feel like I'm almost there. That was part of his next well, answer. He's, he's not almost there. No, this no. team gets smothered. On the the other team always leads in offensive rebounds. That's part of him hitting the boards. Well, he's the yeah. he's he's their best rebounder, of uh, course. Uh, well, it's just and it's not all his fault. And he obviously. is he is in a good run right now, scoring. I mean, he, he this it's is great. this is what I think it's thirty seven a game last ten games. It's, great. it's good. Yeah, it's great. Broken clocks right twice. I mean, right. it's been ten to ten games. Thirty yeah. on average, thirty seven. That's, well, that's yeah, a good run. Yeah, but he's built up with big numbers. I know, that, but he's had a good run. They got to win more. Did they, uh, excuse me? Didn't they lose to the worst team in basketball? Who's that? Houston Rockets. Uh, they did a couple Mondays ago. Okay, yeah. they lost to you know that sequence. Also, by the way, before we end on Friday night, they they that game went to overtime against the Lakers. That was a insane end of the game yeah, sequence. They, they were terrible at the end of the <laughs> they game. Trying to give the game away. I know. It, it, it's just uh, hey, listen. If Anthony Davis does what he's supposed to do and makes that last foul shot, Game's Sixers over. don't win. Yeah. yeah, Sixers lose the game. Well, you have Matisse Thybul fouling on the three point shot. Yeah, he's he is so what a stiff he is. And Daryl Morey, the brilliant Daryl Morey, the Nets wanted Thybul. He refused to trade Thybul. He rather trade Seth Curry, who has, has had multiple twenty point games. Uh, Th- Thybul starting tonight, by the way. He's starting. Why is he starting? Well, I'm not sure. Melton is out tonight, and oh, House okay. is out tonight, so they're starting Bible. Oh, House, that guy that they lost the second round pick for. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Bible is the as is one of the most overrated players this fan base has had in a long time. People think he could play; he stinks. You know, here's what he does. First of all, he's guarding the second guys that aren't starters for the other team. He gambles, which puts the other guys in a tough predicament because now they got to cover for him when he goes for the steal and right. doesn't get it. He plays stupid, and he can't score. Uh, well, his I'm, offensive game has not developed a, a, a lick. A little bit. No, it's bad. Bit. He th- and he probably thinks he's good. So what do you think? Plus four and a half on the Kings, or you like the Sixers tonight? I, would, I don't like the game. I mean, I, I, really, I don't like the game. The Sixers should win the game. But every game is tough for the Sixers. Every game is It's like is pulling tough. teeth. It, it is. This is, a, this is a big statement for the, new, for the new coach of Sacramento, Mike Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, he targets this game to show people – what are they fifth in the uh, in the West? Yeah, fourteen and eleven. Yeah, they've okay. had a good season. Okay, so it, it kind of targets. Hey, listen, we're a good team, and this is a chance to show people that they're a good team. Now, I don't know how good because I don't watch Sacramento that much, but they're certainly better than they were. So, I mean, it's a big game for him. So, I, you know, if I leaned anyway, I would take the points. I would if I lean. So close anyway. game. Think of a close yeah, game tonight. I, I yeah, we shall good. see. All right, trust the pregame delivered to you by PGW. PGW delivering safe, reliable energy to Philadelphia for more than 100 years. PGW energy for all of us. Visit pgworks.com for details. All right, Howard. We'll see okay, you on can I, Thursday. I'm going to mention one more. Yeah, go ahead. 
The officials in Sunday's game, out of every one of them, should be suspended. For what? For one game. To not know a simple rule on that drop, the gun when the Connor Oh, the Giants the dropped the punt. I'm yeah. standing there on the sidelines and I'm talking, about, I said, wait a minute, that ball's got to come back. Yeah. One way or the other, if nothing else, where where he kicked it, which was a fumble, or, or the line of scrimmage, if you consider it a drop kick, but the flag, those officials, now the, the officials downfield don't see that. Well, they're blocked by the oh, line. They're blocked. Yeah. Okay. And they're not, it's not their call. But the guys at the line of scrimmage are behind the line of scrimmage, and the referee is one of them. And Cleet Blakeman, is yeah, that his name? Yeah, yeah, Remember, he's the one in the Dallas game that wasn't, that he said it wasn't a clear recovery of a fumble. The one. Which the Eagles recovered. 2018, right? Yeah, 2018 yeah. overtime game. Which the Eagles recovered. Yeah. Not a clear recovery of a fumble. So this is the genius. He's a bad uh, ref. Okay. And he's supposed to be a good ref. But if nothing else, a flag has to go up. I didn't realize it was a flag, but it's got to come back. And the fact that if Nick Sirianni, and there wasn't a timeout, and there isn't a change of possession, they were marking it where the ball ended up. Nick Sirianni comes out and says, well, wait a minute. You know, calls one guy over. And then he goes and talks to the other morons, uh, the other idiots. I, I, I mean... Know the rules. It's one of those things, even if you don't know the rule, you're watching, you're like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. I know. There was I actually, just... quickly, there was two weird punting things. The Sippus one, the fact that the, where the ball landed, he could advance it. Like, that's yes. rare. Usually, most times, you know, it's what hippie advanced. What a great play by him. It was a great play. It was almost a first him. down. I know. Great play. That's the rugby player in him. Yeah. Out. And he paid for it, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he came out of it. And it, it, as long as it's behind the line of scrimmage, you, you can, can advance. advance it. Yeah. That would have been a ridiculous play if he got the first down. I know. I'm nuts. And he was like a half an inch away yeah. from not stepping out of it. Yep. All right, but, Howard. We will talk on Thursday night. Uh, yes, I'm looking forward to it. All right. There we go. We've been riding with the King with Howard Eskin, as always, brought to you by Xfinity, the Fast Internet in Philadelphia, and the sponsor of our Xfinity X1 Lounge on Sports Radio 94 WIP.